You are now listening to, to, to the Current Affair Podcast with your host, Dr. D'Angelo Taylor. So this is The Current Affair with Dr. D'Angelo Taylor. This is episode four. My guest today is Mr. Miles Ward. Mr. Ward, uh, let everybody know who you are. The listeners and the viewers know who you are, Brother Ward. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me on the the podcast, man. I appreciate it. Um, Miles Ward, I'm from Chicago. I went to school at Purdue University. Uh, I'm a management consultant at a big firm in Chicago. Um, and in addition to that, I run a lifestyle clothing brand called The New Rich, also known as TNR LLC uh, for short. Uh, but yeah, it's just a little bit about me. I'm sure we'll get more into what the brand is, everything else. So quick question. You say you're from Chicago. What side of Chicago are you from? Yeah, from the uh, southwest suburb. So Southwest? Not- okay. Yeah. Okay. So you ain't got that south side, west side beef, <laughs> right? No. Okay. No. For my, for my- like, I do live in the city now, though, so. Okay, okay, okay. That's what I'm talking about. So uh, just give uh, the listeners an a, a, a insight into your journey. So I know you talked about Purdue and, you know, how, how did Purdue help set you up for where you are now? Yeah, for sure. I, I think Purdue was, you know, it really was instrumental in helping me, you know, shape my, shape my life now. Like, I would say, like to say, like, my, my story is really unconventional. Um, so when I went to Purdue, that was actually my second school. Okay. Uh, my first school, I went to a, a smaller school in Michigan, and I was trying to play sports. Um, but when that didn't work out, I, I decided to go to a better school uh, just for academics and, and started to kind of uncover um, the additional passions that I have besides, besides basketball, right? So um, you know, starting off there and then starting to you know identify those other things, I came into fashion, and I also came into um, industrial engineering. Um, so starting off with the industrial engineering, you know, that was one thing that I thought like for my career wise, it would be you know, really beneficial. Um, it's a really broad, you know, career path uh, using that major that you can right. go into uh, various different things. So I ended up in consulting and, you know, with consulting, I you know, provide advice and guidance to, you know, some of the largest companies in the world wow. uh, it relates to helping them, you know, address their spend, um, you know, do figure out, you know, how to navigate this COVID situation, all those different things. Like I'm doing, you know, that on one hand. And then also with the brand, you know, being able to add that creativity to the the structure of engineering was, you know, something that was crucial for me. So um, that's, you know, just a little bit about my journey. Where you are. So now I know you talked about playing basketball and you're from Chicago. I don't know if you watched this uh, 10 part documentary. I'm going (laughs) to ask you a quick question here. And, uh, I think you know the right answer or the right answer to say. Uh, who you got? MJ, Kobe, Michael Jordan. Who you taking? Uh, no, I got to go with Jordan, you know. Okay. Kobe's one of my favorite players growing up, but I got I to gotta go with Jordan. Just after yeah. Kobe said, you know, you wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have me if it wasn't for him. Right. I really can't, really can't argue that, so. All right. I just don't even try. So I, I, I noticed you didn't say LeBron James. You, 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 that question, right? One is my favorite player. I, w- I will get into a lot of arguments um, when, when people try to down talk LeBron just because what's going on with MJ. But right. you know, LeBron's equally as great. He's 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 on Mount Rushmore for sure. Oh, most definitely. So uh, let's get back into the brand. How did you develop your brand? T- take me through the steps. How do you decide that? Okay. I want to do this clothing line. I want to develop. 
uh, the New Rich LLC. Wh where did this come from and what steps did you take to get there? Yeah, I mean, for me, it really all started when I, so I did this program called MLT. Through MLT, okay. it provides you a lot of resources um, to kind of you know, help you figure out what you want to do. And then it also gives you the tools to, to get there, right? So okay. one of those tools, we went to a, a seminar at LinkedIn in, in California. And through that seminar, we um, were able to get a free year uh, access to LinkedIn Learning. Mm. Uh, with LinkedIn Learning, what I was able to do was I took some time to I was just kind of browse on there. And I learned how to use Adobe Illustrator. Mm. Uh, I, I, like I said, I always follow fashion and I always you know, follow my favorite designers on, on platforms like Instagram or you know, just looking them up. And knew that was one of the, the main tools that people use to kind of design logos, graphics, all those different things. So um, once I learned how to you know use that platform, I just kind of decided like, you know, I, I know how to design. So mm -hmm. why not take this take this knowledge that I've acquired and, and put it towards something else? Uh, so through that love of fashion, I decided, you know, just let's let's go with you know, creating a clothing brand, I, I feel like I have a unique story and a unique message that I can tell with it. So I decided to to just go with it. And really, the story is, is kind of funny um, because it's not really as structured as most people would think. So, okay. um, you know, I, I learned how to how to use that, that platform in, I want to say, May of 2017. Okay. Throughout the, you know, about eight months later, I was just walking past a print shop that I you know, walked past every day at Purdue and just decided to stop in there. Um, I had a ton of designs on my laptop. I didn't really even know how to like save them properly. Right. Uh, but the, the, you know, the guys worked with me and was like, hey, you, know, you just got to save them as like a, you know, a AI file or um, a photo and then just send it to us and we can you know, get you your shirts printed. So from there, I ordered 30 shirts. This was before spring break time. So Right when I got back from spring break, picked them up and then uh, launched them about a week later. And I sold out of those 30 shirts in about a week. Uh, so it was super quick. And then um, from there, I, you know, that just gave me the confidence to kind of to kind of continue, continue with it and, and keep going. So, uh, you know, long story short, like that's how that's really how the brand got started. And as far as, you know, as far as building it, you know, one of the one of the main things I I I really have a formula. It's like I figure out what type of story I want to tell. Um, and then from there, I, I just pay attention to what's going on around me and what's inspiring, what's inspiring me today. And then, you know, I put a design, match that design with the story and then you know, release it to the world. And if people, if people want to, you know, if people relate to it, they're going to, you know, gravitate towards it. But if not, you know, it really doesn't matter because there's a lot of people that will. So, Right. That's really, that's really the formula that I, that I, that I go so, so as a, as a consumer and someone who's bought one of your products, uh, I would say that I think I may have asked you, as I said, what type of shirt is that? And I think it was the, uh, the Gildon 50, 50 blend. Yeah. And so how did you decide which type of blend you wanted to have with your shirts and with your, uh, what type of fabric you wanted to use? Because I'll be honest with you, that 50, 50 blend is probably one of the best feels as anybody, uh, for, for anyone who's doing anything, whether you're outside, whether you're inside, it's just a great feel. So how did you come up with that? Yeah, I mean, people give Gildan a bad rap just because it's probably much cheaper than the other shirt brands right. um, like Bella Canvas or, or Next Level. But 
people will be surprised how many of their favorite <laughs> brands use Gildan because um, right. it's you know it's a high quality shirt and they were pretty much one of the the leaders in in the t-shirt making business. So um, I, I don't really use that brand too much anymore. I've, I have kind of moved up um, to some other some other competitors, but I, I definitely think it was a great starting point to to use that type of shirt because it was you know a great quality as well as you know a great starting off price that I could kind of use to, to, to get that initial batch of shirts off. And so uh, I follow your brand a lot. And, you know, I usually try to follow a lot of people's brands. And one thing that I've, I've been doing on the podcast lately is that I've been highlighting brands. So actually, when this when this airs episode three, uh, at the end of episode three, they will hear me highlight your brand. And then I'll also put your stuff out there. But one thing that I followed was the the Vice City type of uh design when were you where were you and when did you decide that that would be good because i felt like that was a great design yeah so that was my greetings design so okay that that design really i was i've always been inspired by you know vintage collections of items so whether it's a vintage um postcard whether it's a vintage uh music whether it's vintage fashion like all those different things really inspired that type of design and i, I really reincarnated my own version of a postcard. So um, really that was inspired by the amount of people traveling throughout wearing my brand and then, you know, posting pictures while wearing it and sending them to the brand page. Um, so that, you know, that message, I really just followed what was what was going on with the brand. Right. Like, you know, it was, it was easy to, to kind of come up with that design and then, um, the launch, the rollout for that, you know, I went to Cancun and I just posted a picture right. the, like blowing by itself on the beach um, and really got a great response from that. So, um, you know, that that design in particular is one of my favorites and definitely a, a fan favorite for sure. And so uh, my next question is, you have a full time job, but you also manage your brand. So what would you give uh, the, you know, the, the, the up and coming entrepreneurs? What type of advice would you give them? And you know, managing both what they do in the nine to five and what they do after five. Yeah, I think I have a few pieces of advice for that. Just that's just such a, a great question because I think about that every day. Um, so the first piece I would say is try not to do everything alone. Um, you know, that's one thing I, I, that really kicked me while I was starting. I, I've been working full time a little bit over a year. So, you know, I started to try to do everything alone and I just recognized like this isn't sustainable. So I have to tap into people for you know, designs or I have to tap into another company to help me print my shirts and ship them to my customers. That's that's what I have to do. So, you know, that's really my first and probably main piece of advice, like try not to do everything alone because you'll probably go crazy. Um, you know, the second thing I think is is also pretty important is, is around like studying your business. Mm. Um, studying, you know, what works for yourself and then also studying your industry. I, I think if you can't really go far in business, um, especially as an entrepreneur, if you don't know what's going on, you know, externally in the market, if you don't know what's going on within your business, so whether it's finances, whether it's, um, you know, just managing suppliers, whether it's just doing all those, you know, core things that people don't really want to do, you won't really go far. So I think... Studying and understanding how all those three things play together to, will make you as a as an entrepreneur, you know, equipped to to withstand the time. 
and make right. your brand you know last for the long term, not not the short term. And so, social media is big. I I assume in any uh, branding, you know, any branding that you may try to do. So, how does it play? Do you, are you involved with the algorithm side of things? Are you looking at? I know you talked earlier about trends. So, you know, how does social media media play into your brand? I mean, social media is is huge for my brand. If I had to say like how many, the percentage of sales is probably. 90% come from social media. <laughs> um, you know, just given the nature that everyone's on their phone most of the day, um, people are scrolling their timelines, whether it's social, whether it's uh, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, even, you know, people are on those platforms all day. So finding out how to really stand out amongst the crowd, because there's tons of clothing brands, there's tons of, you know, new brands that people are supporting. So figuring out how to you know, position yourself as one of the leaders within that is crucial. So I'm always thinking about how I can, you know, brand the brand, brand myself as well as the brand in a way that right. you know, stands out from, from the competition. Um, so, you know, it's huge, huge part of my business for sure. So are you on all platforms? Or are you on, you know, just, uh, you know, I guess I call them the big three, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, the, the big three is where I'm at right now. I'm definitely looking into you know, start creating a LinkedIn page. I think people right. people underestimate how big link, LinkedIn is and how you can become a, known as a thought leader with, within mm-hmm. that platform. So I'm looking at um, developing a LinkedIn page once I once I drill down the strategy for that. Okay. Um, also, just just before I get off that point, you know, yeah. you asked how important social is with the brand. I think it's crucial. But also, you can't underestimate the the power of, um, you know, touching people in person, right? right. So, you know, given the situation that we're in right now, uh, COVID nineteen, like, you know, before that, I had two two events that you know also that really helped me establish my brand, mm-hmm. uh, you know, outside of the traditional online. The pop up uh, shop. Exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. I did one at LinkedIn. <laughs> Shout out to LinkedIn. Get <laughs> one at LinkedIn in Chicago, uh, which was you know super huge for me, just because you know it, it helped me get in front of a, a whole new audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a pop up shop during the lunchtime, and then from there, you know that you know just getting that crowd as they go into lunch, it mm-hmm. it, it was it was big. So I definitely think you know as, as important as social media is, you know you can't underestimate the power of word of mouth and and also touching people. Um, just in person, so. And so one of the things that you also did that I liked is that when I bought a shirt, and I don't know if you still do this, but you put this card in there, in the in the packaging, and I want to say, is it Paraview? Was that the? Parvenu, yeah. Parvenu, right. Yeah. And so you had that in there with the explanation of what your brand, you know, the mm-hmm. thought behind your brand. Uh, how was that received in the in the beginning? And that's that's me asking is if you don't still do it. So how was that received? For sure. That, you know, that was, that was something that I think really helped me establish a, a core base of people. Um, right. You know, who really, I think when you're thinking about how to position yourself differently, I think you have to do th- things that most people wouldn't think about. So if it's throwing in a, a insert um, to kind of explain the, the, the low key parts of your brand that people might not know about um, to, talk about the message that you really want to convey with your collection or with, with that specific t-shirt, you know, that's important. 
like people really underestimate that. And I think it's you know super important in terms of retaining customers, um, gaining new customers as they see like you care, you really care about what you're putting out and you're not just shipping them anything. Right. Putting care into each detail that goes into into that into that package. It's not just one of those, you know, throw it on the UPS store, throw it in the UPS truck and let it let it ride. You know, I definitely put some time and care into packaging and and talking about what the brand really means. And right. um, you know, just to step back a little bit, you know, the carbon right. is you know French for the for the new rich. So right. uh, really, what the new rich is is to kind of empower people to look at you know being rich in ways beyond money. So we we think about what um, we we always think about being rich in the context of the monetary meeting, but for me and what my community has defined it as is, you know, through, through the lens of fashion, through the lens of knowledge, through the lens of traveling, all those right. different things that make you, you know, really, that make you happy are what is going to make you rich at the end of the day and not just money. And as you can see, you know, with this COVID situation now, like that, that message is being displayed now more than ever. So yeah, that's that's really what it that's really what it is, and I just try to promote that and and continue to deliver that message. And so, where where do you see your brand in five years? In five years, that's that's really a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you know, really, my goal is to help as many people understand what that meaning of being rich in other ways beyond money is. Um, five years, I I, I don't. I don't see it as far-fetched as, you know, expanding my team to really you know, hone in on delivering that message to other people, uh, you know, expanding my product catalogs and maybe even a book, um, something that will really help people, you know, understand that, that mindset. And also, um, I also want to be in a position to help other, like, brands. I think that people ask me for advice all the time of how to get started, how do I, how do I start my clothing brand? What t-shirts do I use? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, who, who should I go to for this? Who should I go to for that? So I think being able to kind of put structure around, you know, a service to, to help other brands get started and sustained, I think that will be, you know, on the roadmap for, for my five-year plan for sure. All right. So do you have any virtual events coming up? Anything that you're going to do? You talked about the pop-up shops, and I know we probably can't do those as much physically, uh, but uh, do you have any virtual events, any, uh, you know, TED Talks, Masterclass events? Because I feel like that's what you're giving giving the listeners right now. So what do you have coming up virtually if you have anything? Yeah, for sure. So I've been putting together um, some ideas and structure around an IG Live series. So Okay. One of my one of my main components, as I mentioned, is, is telling a story for how people are rich in ways beyond money. So um, I started to do this a little bit last year with a with a blog, but it's just I, I, it just took a lot of time out of you know what what I really was trying to focus on. But now I think it's a perfect time to kind of bring this back up. So basically, the idea is to talk to friends of the brand that I really feel like embody that message. Um, whether they're big in, in a field that's, you know, not just talking about money. Um, I, you know, I have, there's a lot of people that, that wear my brand that travel a ton. There's a lot of people that are in sports that are caring about mental health, all those different things. So I think 
bringing those people together and tying them around one one unified story is one one thing that I'm working on. I'm trying to trying to put out uh, in a few weeks. Um, and then I also have this this idea that I'm, I've been playing around with with like a interactive design challenge. So oh. still still drilling down the, the details on that, but um, I think it'll definitely shake up shake up uh, the game as far as uh, virtual events go. So so uh, as I always say with everyone that I interview, um, one this has been a very enlightening a very enlightening interview, and the one thing I, I like to say is that. Longevity has its place except for evening interviews, right? But I do want people uh, to know how to get in contact with you, how to get in contact with your brand. So you can just list them off. You can just go. And then uh, I'll make sure I post this uh, this information in the in the caption. Yeah, for sure. Um, so really just to stay connected with me, um, my brand page, Instagram, at the new rich.us. So at the newrich.us um, and then my website is the newrichapparel.com uh, Twitter is the newrich underscore US um, and then just on a personal level my, my Instagram is uh, myward13 so best okay. way to stay in contact with me okay and so as always at the end of my show I want to shout out some brands so I, we, we've shouted you out throughout this whole interview and then before this uh, in the last episode. But what I have is a hat they call, uh, that, that says The Power of Dreams. And this is actually from uh, one of our fraternity brothers. Actually, his name is Brian Jackson. So he has this clothing company. Uh, Brian's information will be uh, in, in in the caption of this interview as well. But I like to you know be able to shout out entrepreneurs who are doing things the right way and who are really trying to make an impact in this world. Uh, Brother Ward, uh, Mr. Miles Ward, uh, entrepreneur extraordinaire, um, Purdue grad. I thank you so much for coming on uh, the, the the Current Affair podcast because it, it you know though we're just getting started, it means a lot to me, and I really appreciate you being on episode four. Yeah, for sure. I definitely appreciate you having me on. You know, it's it's an honor to come on, especially in the early stages when you're trying to get started. So. Yeah. For you to for you to ask me to jump on it was it was a no-brainer and so you all have just heard episode four of the current affair until next time stay current now that's the stuff leaders should be made of you have just listened to the current affair podcast with dr d'angelo taylor episodes will be posted every saturday at soundcloud.com slash the current affair also on apple Podcasts. until next time stay current